This is Tarot for the Wild Soul, a weekly tarot podcast about life, death, and rebirth, hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. Hey, wild souls, happy solstice, happy Yule, happy almost Capricorn season. Very exciting threshold that we're all moving through. I'm Lindsay Mack, as most of you know, and I'd like to welcome you to an extremely special episode of this podcast in honor of the solstice and Yule and the end of a decade. We have the first ever Wild Soul Yuletide Jamboree <laughs> with special guests, Mystical Mandrake Group, Jeff Henshaw of Cosmic Cousins, and Chase Voorhees of the creator of the upcoming Tarot for the Holy Spectrum Tarot of the Holy Spectrum. My apologies. I should know the name of my husband's deck. Um, I'm our conversation, the four of us, was an absolute dream. Um, we spoke about what we loved about 2019, what we did not like, what we learned, what we processed, what we left behind. We talked about the upcoming transits, so much of the energy and um, intensity and frequency that we're all feeling right now. If you are feeling really out of your mind or like you're in this time alone or you feel lost or you feel like you're in the incredible, you know, depth of the void and just have no clue what's going on. I really believe that this episode may help at least provide you with the reminder that you're not alone. We are all going through it right now. Um, there's a lot of juiciness and depth to this episode and also a lot of fun. And it was a blast to record and have everybody over to my apartment (laughs) to record it all with my cat making mischief. Um, Really quickly before I get to the episode, um, a couple of really exciting things. The first is that I'm so excited to announce that enrollment is open for my offering Inner Voice, which is my first ever um, intuition course. And it's been a course that um, really has been weaving itself inside of me for years, especially the last year. Um, It's so special. I really just can't even explain and is really a very powerful, um, core set of guided materials or self-guided materials, um, that are here to assist you in touching back in with your own unique, autonomous, innate sense of knowing, sense of intuition that really runs in you, but that all of us have, um, lines, connections to that, that feel buried underneath brain chemistry trauma, fear, trust, lack of it, um, witch wounds, all kinds of different things. So this offering is not only about um, uncovering, reclaiming the birthright of intuition, the reclaiming the inner voice, but also about beginning to um, teach and understand and empower yourself to know all the different ways that you can work with the contractive places around intuition so that you can walk away from the material feeling like you have a bazillion tools for anything that arises from connecting with your guides to not knowing whether or not it's intuition or brain chemistry, not knowing whether it's an actual bad vibe or it's just your ego, all different kinds of things, Um, really being able to have support around that. And I think learning and tapping into really the spiralic rhythm of intuition versus the linear rhythm, which is the idea that we're going to ask a question and get an answer, which of course doesn't work like that. But um, it's open now. 
if you are signed up to my newsletter, there is uh, a very special early bird rate that will only be available to you this weekend. If you are hearing this after Friday, because my uh, Yule newsletter goes out Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, um, if you're hearing this after, you can still sign up to the newsletter. The link is in the show notes, and you'll be able to get the kind of final reminder email on um, Sunday night. Um, I am on East Coast time, so please bear that in mind that whenever that email goes out, it will probably be in accordance, in accordance with East Coast time. Uh, so I don't have an exact time on that Sunday email. Just keep an eye out for it, and I promise that you'll you'll definitely be able to touch him with that early bird. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. That's one thing today. If you're listening to this on Friday is the last day to sign up, um, to apply for a need-based scholarship to, um, inner voice boundaries and self-care for the wild soul or, and, or trauma in the tarot. So that is available to you. If you hear this after Friday, I'm sorry, but they're not open anymore. Um, we may open them again later. Who knows? Um, and the threshold is still open. It's only going to be up for another two weeks, a little bit less, I think. So, um, really just right at the beginning of January, the doors close for that. So, um, if you're interested, it's here for you and, uh, you can find out all about all of this <laughs> by going to the show notes and looking up, uh, my links, as well as the links of my wonderful guests. Um, that's it because this is a long ass episode and I tried to keep this under six minutes and I'm doing a pretty good job. Um, well, I guess with the intro, I'm not anyway. Um, thank you so much for listening to this for a full missive on Capricorn season solstice energy. Again, my newsletter comes out at 11 AM this Friday, uh, today if you're listening to this the day this comes out. So you can sign up for that at the link in the show notes and uh, just loving on all of you. Happy holidays and merry, merry Yule and beautiful solstice and happy Capricorn season. And I'll see you on the other side for the monthly medicine for our new year. Well, well, well. <laughs> i'm so excited for this oh my god welcome to the first ever the first ever hopefully continual annual event yes, yes. wild soul yuletide jamboree <laughs> welcome happy yule happy solstice to everyone listening to this happy almost capricorn season if we're in it already i hope you had a good one um I am joined by some pretty spectacular guests here, and I'm going to go in order around the table. I have with me Mystical Mandrake Root. Hello. I have Jeff Hinshaw from Cosmic Cousins. Hey, hey, hey. And I have Chase Warhees. Hi. Of. Hey. <laughs> the creator of Tarot of the Holy Spectrum. And then there's me, Lindsay Mack, who is the host of this goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> this felt, I've never done this before, but it felt really important to me to do this year with all of you because I feel like this year has been very challenging. I also feel like right now, <clears throat> energetically, it's kind of a nightmare. 
And I think the more we're talking about that <laughs> and naming it, the more important it is mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, and in this episode, we're all going to be sharing a little bit about how the current weather is making us feel, as well as some things that might be helpful to know for the upcoming year or months. And then we're just going to get into some fun cues about yeah. the past year. Mm-hmm. Um Jeff and I were just talking before we, before you came, Anais, that um, I have felt like completely out of my mind every day. (laughs) And every day I think maybe it'll lift a little bit and it doesn't. Um, And I feel like I am talking about that so much that it probably sounds like I'm a broken record, but it really is just like shocking how intense things feel right now has it been feeling that way for you too yes yeah yeah yeah. it's my hiding yeah (laughs) just talking about that like it's an important hibernation time it's it's an important hibernation time for sure Mm -hmm. um yeah it's been intense definitely yeah jeff you mentioned for you it was your broken record has company (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah what's been coming up for everybody here Um, Just in terms of the themes, what have each of you been going through during what's coming up for you? Have you been finding at this time of year? A lot of like outdated beliefs have been coming up or just, Mm -hmm. you know, things connected to family Mm -hmm. have been really firing off and thinking about the hangman as the card for 2019 feels pretty appropriate, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I think one of the messages that was just coming through as we, because we did a little drop-in before we Mm -hmm. started recording, was the hangman teaches us to connect with the heart. Mm. It's like the heart's over the head. And so I had a moment when Lindsay was leading us in a little drop-in where I was like dropping into the heart. And so I feel like my brain has just been really, really active Mm -hmm. in telling me things that aren't necessarily true. It almost feels like coming from like a flight or fight response or something. So um, just right now, breathing into the heart and excited to be connected to people who feel like family, like soul family. So if anything's going on in your birth family too, because we're on this Cancer Capricorn um, eclipse season action right now with the nodes of fate. And so the the dropping into the heart feels like the invitation of the Cancer North node for mm. sure. Um, and it also is in alignment with the hangman our, as we are coming to the end of this, this year. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. What about you? Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I'd probably say that what the nodes are doing right now are definitely <laughs> very <laughs> evident in my life. Um, which as my family, my friends at this table know, uh, it's yeah, this whole cancer Capricorn thing, it's been huge. But that aside, um, what I will share today is, you know, the other thing that it has me thinking about a lot is just my offerings to the world and what that looks like and where I'm going next and um, all the stuff that I want to leave behind, even though it's kind of scary, but I know it's for the best. So, and, you know, like a lot of you out there probably already know now, like how I announce I'm not doing in-person sessions anymore. Um, 
which is huge, (laughs) especially with a Taurus MC. I'm like, oh shit, like how much money did I just lose? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do it. It's a no. Yeah. You know, it's a no. And I don't like, I don't want to offer it anymore. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel aligned. Um, And also too, just this whole stepping more into my um, Gemini North Node in my chart. Mm -hmm with being, you know, more presence of like community and online and expanding beyond the whole, just kind of beyond everything I've been doing. So it's a scary time. I'm letting a lot of stuff go, but I'm also really excited because I feel like I'm like stepping more into my North Node, Mm. which is also in the 11th house. So, you know, it's like, I am excited, but also like, it's frightening (laughs) at the same time. Yeah. Mm. Just really bowing to you in that. I too have a Gemini North Node and I feel like Last year when I stopped doing readings, it was a very similar terror, but also ultimately an amazing upgrade because, I don't know, it's just like if you don't want to do it, especially when it comes to work like this, it's like really hard to keep it going. (laughs) It's really hard, yeah. Especially when you feel yourself kind of being pulled into another direction Mm -hmm. and, you know, something new is coming. With mm-hmm. mystical magic root, I know that I need to be more on my Gemini North North Node eleventh house for that to happen, mm-hmm. and scaling down on a lot of things, which is what I did this year, also needs to happen for me to move forward in that. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Chase? Like, what's been coming up for you right now in this season? Uh, I'm really feeling the hangman. <laughs> it's uh-huh. just like I feel like I have a million things going on but yet nothing is coming to completion at all you know it's just like that waiting feeling of just yeah i'm really in the waiting of everything of just like okay like all right you know i'm here i'm like doing the work but i'm also ready to move on to the next thing you know um so that's what i'm really resonating with right now at least yeah and is it making you feel like it is all of that waiting and hangman bringing forward any big undercurrents? Like, is it bringing forward big fears, big thoughts? I mean, I think there are, as with anything, big fears that are associated with, you know, just, you know, kind of wondering and waiting how things will complete if that makes any sense you know so i do think that fear is always something that i'm kind of like thinking about but also being consciously aware of but um trying not to let it run the show if that makes any sense it totally does yeah 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 i mean i uh, wholeheartedly agree with with everybody (laughs) i feel like this has been um This has been an extraordinary time in the depth of the intensity. Um, I wasn't expecting how hard this month would be. And it's been oddly, mm, I don't want to use the word comforting, but truly I feel that most people who are sensitive or empathic are going through this. And I think a lot of them just assume they're alone. Um, because I think a lot of people are really frightened that it's just them. So nobody wants to say anything about it. So, um, I feel like it, it has been helpful to be pretty much consistently, but I I completely understand and feel 
of what everyone else is saying here. Lots of family things for me. Mm-hmm. Lots of um, trauma recovery, like huge work in that area, moving mm-hmm. out of New York. But of course, nothing about it is clear. No. Um, <laughs> the unknown. Yeah, yeah. it's all unknown. like waiting all for the unknown. unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All unknown. And I feel Which like. Which is so Neptunian, like the hanging yes, man and his connection sure to Neptune. Is. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this, which I think is quite unique, is that in the last several years, I have been able to really find the momentum. Like, I've been able to conjure and connect in my mind like okay you know like last year we're moving from libra moon libra and the moon from justice high priestess to hangman empress i could find that and i was like okay i can find that it is very challenging for my head even though i can feel it in my heart to connect with going from an end of decade nine year even though it's a it's just a nine year ending the decade not a nine year in total but to go from like a neptune year (laughs) to an aries year where an aries soul growth it's like this is where aries evolves yes from a 12 to a four yeah like whoa and just as you said earlier jeff like skipping death technically even though you can yeah. never skip death when right because hangman builds hang us up to the death card mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like and it does all the but death i thought work. we were gonna die and now we're yeah, yeah. <laughs> now i'm reborn yeah. what the fuck yeah and well, one way i actually have been looking at it instead of thinking about because we ha- we're resetting to the emperor but as soon as we entered the 2000s it's a new game so we all know 20s judgment so it's like 20s judgment and then it's the fool that's 2000 yeah. and i was kind of thinking on the last 20 years of how it lined up. I was even thinking about how our last election year was a devil year. Mm. And then when the inauguration was, it was tower 2015, 2016. Mm. So I've kind of been, I'm almost looking at this as a double judgment year because it's 2020. Definitely. And it feels like that to it me really in a lot does. of ways. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, really everything's being set for, there's all this like, I mean, the Plutonianness of this time, it has been unbelievable. Like literally things rising up to the surface yeah like they're being conjured and called up things that were so mm-hmm. buried that i was like i didn't even know that was in there holy yeah. shit mm-hmm. i mean so this whole century is pluto because we think yeah 20 is going to be the first two digits and mm-hmm. judgment yeah. pluto 20 like mm-hmm. yeah, this whole yeah, century yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean you can really feel it. <laughs> like <laughs> but i mean you can feel it moving from the 1900s like a sun Mm-hmm. century yeah. such a sun century such a sun century right the 1800s are such a moon century mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow i mean it'd be fun to go back and like yeah that would be fun 1500s right? yeah. century Side yeah. <laughs> how are you feeling about the idea that we're moving into an emperor year a nice i don't know i i feel like well, there's a lot that I love and appreciate about the Emperor. Like, I'm a big fan of the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Even though our early beginnings, not so much. <laughs> I used to pull that card and just be like, fuck. I think Put everybody feels that way about it, yeah. <laughs> now I'm just like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think it's exciting. You know, I mean, it, that skip, like we talked about before, it's intense. It's <laughs> yeah. so, like that part, there's definitely some, like, crunchiness around mm-hmm. that. Um but I think 
like an emperor year could be a good thing. I think yeah. it's something that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hangman and Neptune has like tore a lot of shit away from like that's been covering people's eyes. Yes. People that have been color- wearing rose colored glasses, people that don't want to, you know. I can't help but think about the They Live <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, it's like just like shedding all that stuff away so that people can see. Mm-hmm. And it's ugly. It's fucking shitty. It's scary. But we need to be able to see. Yes. So it's like being able to see and then moving forward with the emperor, I think, is a empowering thing, despite the stuff around it. That's really Fuck yeah. scary. Well, I was saying to you earlier that it's like we're going... It's like we're going into a time with 2020 in this decade that I think is so expansive and unique that, like, our brains, like, literally think we're dying because it can't conceive because we've been clearing so much in preparation for this year. (laughs) It's such a big evolutionary step forward into... Like, really, this new paradigm that Mm -hmm. it's really, like, I can't really even conceive of what it's going to be or what it's going to feel like or look Mm -hmm. like. But I know that for my brain, all of our brains, to be freaking out as much as they are, it's, like, it's probably pretty big. And, I mean, an emperor years, I mean, we've all been clearing all of this shit Mm -hmm. so that we can step forward and really really bring like you releasing like doing readings in person like absolutely had to do it because of whatever wants to come forward and um it's just so major you know yeah yeah clearing a lot of space yes Mm -hmm. to make room for something new with no clarity about what's going to come into that space no No. No, nothing but i also can't help but think about the Chiron and Aries, you know? Oh, yeah. Talk about I mean, that. it's I'd just like mm-hmm. all of this clearing, we're moving into yeah. Emperor and Chiron's and Aries. And yeah. it's just like, I mean, that alone is so powerful because Aries is zero, it's one, it's the baby of the zodiac, it's that pure ignition of fire. Mm-hmm. Here's Chiron, which is bringing up wounds and shit. It's like the dead rising from the ground in a cemetery. Mm-hmm. And then here's Aries, which is gonna like, okay, what am I starting? What am I doing? Like, yeah. new life new birth and also burning away shit that we don't need so it's yeah. like but it's also so much energy and it's so much fire so yeah. of course it adds to the intensity but i'm also thinking that the chiron and aries thing is also going to be th- deeply powerful and deeply mm-hmm. cathartic mm-hmm. um and if people aren't ready to move through shit or release things or take they off the rose-colored glasses i mean come on they better yeah. get ready yeah that emperor plus chiron being an aries yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. want to add another thing that's going to be an Aries that might not be on everyone's radar, but Black Moon Lilith has been yeah. really. I forgot about that. Like this, 2019 has been the year I've connected with with Black Moon Lilith, and Black Moon Lilith enters Aries, starting a new nine year cycle for wow. witches, queers, weirdos, all of that, Hell all those yes. themes mm-hmm. at the end of January. And then we'll be conjunct Chiron, and I have the date right here. March 4th is the Chiron conjunct Black Moon Lilith in Aries. Oh, my nice. God. <laughs> so healing the wounds around yeah. anything related to Black Moon Lilith themes, yeah. but in Aries, which is the card for the year, the emperor. So I mean, there yeah. is so much we're doing around initiation, the mind, like the soul, st- like 
right to be here. Like to me, that's like what really Aries represents is like your right to be here, your Mm -hmm. fundamental rooted right Mm -hmm. to speak your truth, take up space. I know that so many of us agree with that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, Black Moon Lilith has been moving through my sign, mm-hmm. Pisces. Mm-hmm. I have Black Moon Lilith and Pisces, and I, for one, am really ready to yeah. see it go. So you had your Black Moon Lilith return. <laughs> you and I were together yeah. Yeah. in the desert. Yeah. On the day we talked about it, mm-hmm. it happened to be my Black Moon Lilith <laughs> return. She makes herself known. Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> it was a very intense mm-hmm. experience. but mm-hmm. And knowing Black Moon Lilith... Um, knowing that I was in such a potent place with that helped so much. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I have black moon Lilith and cancer. And when Mm. the nodes of fate cancer transited right over black moon Lilith was when all of this stuff came up around all the shame that I had felt around my sexuality. And as it was connected to cancerian themes of home and family and mother. Mm. And so I've Mm -hmm. just been like clearing all of that out. And so when the nodes of fate sweep by a place in your chart, it's a new 18 year transit for you. But yeah. I feel that it's been a really transformative mm-hmm. year, hard, but transformative. I can really say like this time last year, I was a completely different person. Like, do you feel that? Do all of you feel that way? I know that yeah. that might not be true for everybody. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I totally. feel like that almost every year. So I don't know. Is that new for you this year or? I feel like maybe it's not new, but I feel like there's, I mean, this one is yeah. really, this was a big year. This was I mean, really I think there's many, el- like, miniature evolutions every year. There are, but yeah. this was, like, literally different yeah. level of embodiment in my Absolutely, life. yeah. It's yeah. interesting, because I'm thinking about Chase when you were saying, like, feeling the hangman right now, and yeah. how, like, you have a lot of things going on right now, but it's just not happening, or you said mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, they just haven't come to completion yet. Yeah, I... Yeah. I feel that way too, but I yeah. also feel like I have an expanse of time too. Like time doesn't feel like this oh, it's this so year. Yeah, like yeah feels exactly. Like ten years. Oh or my something god! To me. Yeah, but it also feels really right? quick at the same time. There's yeah. yeah. It feels the like the deadlines are like life. tomorrow, but <laughs> yes. also they could be a years away. You I know? know. Yeah. And that's the weird thing too is like right now, at least for me, I've got a number of things in my life. And everything that has to get done in a timely manner is getting done. And then there are many things that really have no defined timeline and there's no rush on any of it. It's just kind of this very bizarre, it's bizarre. I don't know. Well, the more that we as a collective start using practices like tarot and astrology, we start to become shapeshifters as a collective. And I think that, having a podcast where we're reaching out to a huge community might have something to do with it. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, cause we are starting to create our own structure yes. and as Pluto and Saturn come together, it's like, it is the restructuring. <laughs> and so, cause I know I, I'm continually like deprogramming myself from, yeah. Oh, you don't have to work first thing in the morning. You don't have oh. to work Monday through Friday. Like that sort totally. of thing. I'm like, rewiring yeah and that's just like a metaphor for things on a much deeper Mm -hmm. level but yes yeah yeah what um (laughs) what do you feel i mean i feel like we've (laughs) what 
just love you guys. I'm <laughs> really grateful for this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Um, what card has everybody been moving through this year? What has been your card this year, Anais? I have been getting... <laughs> I'm not sharing it here, but my family at the table knows. Um, I've been getting <laughs> like judgment a lot. Mm-hmm. But... You know. Yeah, I know what mm-hmm. that's all about. You guys can't know. Yeah. But <laughs> that card. <laughs> Just for people at the table only. Just for people at the table. Yeah. Very present for um, yeah. some of the stuff the nodes are bringing up for me and what I'm doing. Um, and then I've also been getting the Seven of Cups a lot related oh, to that, too. too. Makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been getting those a lot. <laughs> what was your personal birth card for 2019? I can't remember. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm like, and I have no problem admitting it. I'm so bad at oh, like no, remembering what the tarot, like your tarot year, or like mm-hmm. I forget all the time which one's my birthday card. Like, fill my I brain. Was like with that the, I appreciate that. And then it, yeah. and then it all that, of a sudden changed. It just clicked. And I think a lot of that was Aaron Aquarian was really yeah. just like helping us out. With so whenever I'm that. asked, like, I want to know too, but I seriously forget. <laughs> I have like all this other stuff in my head and yeah. that just does not stick. So I'm, I don't know. Fill in the blank. I want to find out but right I now. We're going to do this really live on the air. At remembering that. What is your, <laughs> what is your birthday? 29th february 29th oh, yeah right. that's right i knew you were leap year my real year. birthday yeah. is next year i turn eight yes. or nine <laughs> <laughs> so you were in a chariot year this year that makes a lot of sense right yeah yeah i can see that mm. And that was, I remember like distinctly, we were looking through Chase's new deck. There's like one printed yes. copy now. And <laughs> the chariot cards, you're like, oh, the chariot's really cool. I got yeah. obsessed with it immediately. You're not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your next year in 2020, and I you'll be in a star year. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Oh, your Aquarius moon. Right? Yes. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> Thank you for looking it up. Of course. It's, you know, we're all here to serve. What a card have you been moving through? This Jeff? has been my sun year. Yes. And it's not been very sunshiny, but it The has, sun isn't sunshiny. Yeah. But it has been very enlightening. Mm-hmm. That's what it does, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. It's an illuminator, not mm-hmm. a joy bringer. Mm-hmm. So my... I, I'm still moving through the lessons of the sun because... It resets when it's your birthday. So my birthday's in February, and I'm really, like, feeling a lot of those themes now. Mm -hmm. But I do know that Lindsay, Chase, and I got to spend some time this summer Mm -hmm. at the Outer Banks, which is probably one of my favorite memories Mm -hmm. from 2019. Incredible. Mm -hmm. And Lindsay and I discovered that our (laughs) childhood... Beach houses were literally next to one another, (laughs) like shared a property line. Yeah, and then we went into your beach area. Like Lindsay grew up in New Jersey, I grew up in Virginia, Mm -hmm. and we vacationed not only at the same beach but literally next door. Next door, not even like we're not exaggerating. Like I need everyone to understand this. (laughs) Yes, Yes. I'm there. I can verify. And I remember (laughs) going to Barrier Island and watching Pete's Dragon with a girl named Courtney. And I remember thinking, (laughs) this is the coolest place. They have candy. They have, Mm -hmm. you know. Yep. Yeah, my area was a lot more like rustic and for adults, very Golden Girls. Yes, it's true. Yeah, certainly haven't updated it since the '80s. AKA Heaven. Yes. So you were saying, I'm sorry I interrupted, but... It was just really wild to be back Mm -hmm. as an adult 
Hello, sun card. Like feeling like the sun, but also having this moment where I felt my inner child was just like giddy. Yeah. It was like, oh, you're here with your people. Mm-hmm. And had a great time. There, it was just this this moment of adulting in a very um, sweet way. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't. I don't know. That was just a little taste of something that happened in the sun year. But you know, there's many different layers to that, and one of them would be also releasing a book. Like my book comes out January or yeah. December thirty first. Yeah, <laughs> it just happens to be about Aries as we go know. into the Emperor year, uh, which is cool. And I don't know if I actually made that connection until our combo tonight, um, but it also brought up a lot around inner child healing too, mm-hmm. releasing something that's so big. Yes, that is going to be at every Barnes and Noble. I mean, you know, it's like that's a big deal. I mean, yeah. So I kind of wanted to open up about it a little bit. Yeah. And because I brought the copy of my book, I have my copy and I have. So when I received the book, I was really excited about it. The whole writing process for me was really painful, as many people who've written a book can probably tell you. And it was a six week turnaround. Like that's how long we had to write the book. And after I signed up to, to write the book, I got in a car accident like a few days later. And so it was like, it was just, it was eclipse season too. It was eclipse season during July. Well, and so anyway, I wrote the book, I finished it and I was proud of myself. And I, and then I went on vacation with you guys right after that. (laughs) Yeah. I remember. And so then I received the copy of the book and I opened the book up. The first page I see, there's a giant typo and it's on the dedication page. It's like the first page. And so my Virgo moon is like literally spiraling at this moment in time. And so I couldn't look at the book for weeks. I just couldn't bring myself to it. I actually took it off my website even. And I just brought it out this week again. And it was sort of like, I felt like, you know, like it's my child and I'm not actually like taking care of it or like saying hey to it. And it was this moment where it's like, okay, I'm ready now. And I, it's not actually that, it's like a typo. It's like one, you know? And it's not that big of a deal. But the things that it brought up for me were really enlightening and it like unraveled all of this stuff I had connected to my public appearance, getting approval from my parents, that sort of thing. Yeah. And so it was, I think that was part of the sun medicine for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So at some point I would like to read something about the emperor card because I wrote about the emperor card in the Aries book. Would you like to Um, know? I can get it out now. Yeah. You don't have to. Sorry. No, no, I'll do it now. I, I feel just like it's I just so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know when it would have been in. <laughs> it seemed like the perfect moment. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I'll just read a paragraph, and it, it, maybe this will offer you something for the emperor here that we have. Um, Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. What an honor. So here's the Aries book. It's oh, nice. it looks it's beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. Jeff, your name's on it. It is. <laughs> like a book. I'm so happy for you. So I'll just read a paragraph about the emperor. I mean. <clears throat> when Aries is grounded in its connection to the ancient past, Aries becomes like the emperor, expanding beyond the personal toward the collective. It's here that Aries, the emperor, reminds us to honor the sacredness of the land and to respect its natives. Aries Emperor declares the importance of taking responsibility for our brutal past while encouraging us forward. 
the love warrior ruling from the the dominion of the heart. Soul-centered Aries transforms the ego, I am me, to the ancient wisdom, I am life. Oh, my God. I love that. Hell yes. (laughs) And I think that, for me, is a huge theme as we go into this election year, that it feels like there's so much noise about left and right, right and wrong, and it's like, yo can we all step back and really acknowledge what's going on? Like that feels like shop talk to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as we go into this year, that's like something that's really on my heart. And I think that a lot of the hurt and the pain that I'm feeling is connected to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I definitely, first of all, that was beautiful. And second of all, I can't really strongly state enough how much and how passionately I agree with the importance of that because I don't think that people often, and it's not that they're not thinking about it. I forget too that like Aries is the number four without four sturdy root systems. You can't really rise into what you're meant to be. And really in order to rise in the way that you're truly meant to come here to do, it involves a, at least I personally believe it, it really involves, um, I think a reflection is not quite strong enough a word, but a, a, a strong reflection on like what you're rooting into. Like, mm-hmm. are you involved in another person's roots, another community's roots, another roots of land? If so, why, why not? Like, what is your relationship to that? And, you know, I think some people don't want to look at that because they think, well, what do I do about it? And so you don't have to do necessarily anything. It's really just about knowing. So mm-hmm. at least you're walking mm-hmm. around with the knowledge. Yeah. So I feel like foundations are so important. Mm-hmm. Roots. It was mm-hmm. beautiful, Jeff. Yeah. Really beautiful. Thank you for listening. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chase, what card are you in this year? I'm not actually sure. Let's figure so it out. I'm not alone. No. No. <laughs> you and I have definitely well because no, your birthday I, is October, yeah. so you just shifted into. I know we've looked this up before too. We have. He's we either have in a world year or. I think that's the world. Yeah, I think so. It feels like the world. You're in a 22 year. You're in a full. Year. Oh, full. Okay, great. Holy spectrum. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) How has it felt? So you just shifted into a full year on your B day. Mm -hmm. So how has it felt? Have you noticed a difference that there's been I I feel like I've really observed a difference actually. Yeah. It feels being married to you. I do see it. (laughs) Um it does feel different. I think it's in the sense of like this is my first time with Tarot of the Holy Spectrum putting out, you know, an actual physical product. I've always made like content and like video and like installations and like been parts of bigger productions. But this is the first thing I'm putting out that's like physically just, you know, something I've created that is going out into the world. And that feels like definitely a huge fool leap mm-hmm. you know especially for me who tends to be a little bit more reserved and in the background like you know I worked backstage for a long period of my life and now this is like stepping out of the backstage area mm-hmm. and so like um 
yeah, it feels uncomfortable, but also like, again, going back to that hangman, it's like, you know, I can't kind of like, I'm really like, can't wait for all the new expansion to come forth, you know, um, I'm ready. So it definitely, yeah, definitely feels like the full, it definitely resonates. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I had Hell yes. A, Hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> I had a question and then I lost it. Damn it. Oh. Oh, well, whatever. It'll come back to me. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember it was me talking about my, because we've been going around the circle. Um, <laughs> that's right. I, it wasn't a question. I... <laughs> it was me remembering to answer the question yeah. that I asked everybody no, else. What's your year card, Lindsay? Um, I am in a star year. For the first time in my lifetime. And next year, I will be back in my birth card, the hermit, for the last time in my lifetime. Damn. Yeah. Big deal. In an emperor year. In an emperor year. Jupiter return. Yes. Nodal return. Correct. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I, we're in the year of the rat, and it's my... it's That's not my lineage, but it is the year of the... Like, whatever um, element of rat that we're in is what I was born in. That makes sense, though. Your nodal return and your Jupiter return will probably always be around when your mm. return for your Chinese zodiac will be. I think be. there was something else. I'm going to look it up. Just, you know, dead air. <laughs> <laughs> What's your... Is it progressed moon? I remember we were... Mars return? But we have that often, don't well, we? That's right now because Mars is in Scorpio. Right now, yeah. I think. Oh, by the way, my Mars, like the day, is the first of the year. Whoa! Like the day that it goes, whatever, mm. whatever that is. You guys know what nice. I'm talking about. Metal, <laughs> metal rat year. That's what I am. Metal rat year. Yeah, it's a wild time. Um, I feel like I have loved being in a star year, and I'm going to be really sad to see it go. It's been an incredible experience, actually. The healing that has happened this year has been beyond what I ever thought possible. And the star is, like, so funny because it really does kind of, like, make you do that before you can step forward. And I really wanted to... I had some, like, really... Um, really black and white situations that were like I was ready to go in this direction but couldn't go until I had processed healed clarified mm -hmm. this thing or that thing yeah. so it's been pretty interesting to be reflecting on that now you know I'm almost only about four months three months or so away from my birthday so mm -hmm. um it's four months so it's interesting to reflect on all that but um well, yeah. on your birthday, we were literally in a hot spring. We sure mm -hmm. were. Yeah. It was incredible. It was a really nice flip mm -hmm. yeah. from my usual birthdays, which are <laughs> usually terrible. Um, you really you laugh because it's accurate. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> the birthday we had the year before that. Let's not talk about no, it. No, we can't. <laughs> you mean your tower birthday? Yeah, that's correct. It was the worst day of my life. <laughs> He forgot it. I understand I why, though, because we were going through a shared trauma. It, it wasn't was a great time. No, <laughs> um, so do you go into judgment next year? Sorry if you talked about that. What do you go into next no, year? No, because we all reset, so oh, I'm yeah, actually that's right, I'm that's going right. to justice. 
yeah. God, I'm sorry for your loss. Like yeah. to go back into that yeah. after that feels unfair. I always have the card underneath the collectives card, like the, the mm. triad. So justice comes under the emperor. This mm. year was sun, which is under the hangman. So it's like, mm. actually like, it feels like in alignment with what the collective's going through in it's some way. It's going to be so nice that you're going through a star year next year, Anais. I'm fucking excited. Yes. It's going to be really nice. I don't know what's going to happen, but... I mean, who knows? I know. I know. I'm excited. Um, should we get to our Yuletide cues? Let's Does it do feel it. time? Let's yeah. do it. So I compiled a few cues for this that are just... They're just goofy, they're, they're goofy cues and they're just fun because they're cues. end of the year. And I'm, I'm personally curious about the answer that everybody has around this table. I am not sure of my answers for some of these questions, so I will be <laughs> figuring them out on the fly. Um, I want to start the cues with a cue that Jeff brought to the table. I'm going to set us off. So Jeff wanted to know all of our, what is our word or phrase of the year? Would you like to start? Well, I'll start. The, this question came to me because I was looking at Webster's Word of the Year, which the word for 2019 is they. Love which, it. Which was great. I That really feels right for me. Um, but I was also looking back and I noticed that 2018 was our justice year, our justice high priestess year, and the word for 2018 was justice. And I thought the... Line up with that. Wild. I was like, oh, interesting. We could talk about this on the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my phrases for the year might be, um, don't tell Doreen. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, Hashtag do not. That's one of them. But there's yeah. many phrases for the year, but that one sticks out mm-hmm. to me. Absolutely. Yeah. What yeah. about you guys? I mean, I'm going to have to go ahead and say don't tell Doreen also. That was a really important um, hell yes is also a really important phrase. Hell yes. Hell yes is an important (laughs) phrase. I feel like this is going to be really lame, so just prepare yourself. But I do feel like my, my personal word, I have two for 2019, which choice and grace choice because I feel that this was a very important year for me in terms of recognizing the power of my choices, my free will, my willingness to let things either be more difficult or easier than they were. Um, and really reflecting on not in a bad way, but consequences for my choices in whatever way they happen to illuminate, you know, and it really taught me, um, um, it reframed choice for me, I think in a new way and grace because, um, an Aries son doesn't like to be in a hangman year. Um, no, no, we don't see that. And, um, I did a whole lot of kicking and stamping and tantruming and, um, I can say on the back side of the year now, almost out of the year, that um, I feel that I've learned and cultivated a new definition for grace and the ability to really be like, okay, this is shitty. I don't like it, but I can hang out or I can fight 
I can, you know, it, it helped me to learn, um, to have a little bit more grace <laughs> in these situations. Yeah. Not a lot of grace, <laughs> but a little just grace. Just, just a little, little bit. Goes a long just way. a little bit. Yeah. A little, a little does go a long way. Like mustard. A little goes a long way. And yeah. grace is like my mustard. So Grace is mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Either of you want to go? Um, I'm going on the two water uh, sign. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I probably say the first one definitely is uh, rest as the mm. word for the year because um, mm. I definitely I'm always learning lessons around that, but I'm stubborn. And this year has taught me a really good lesson on that because I got a foot sprain mm. in the middle of the summer that I re-sprained so then like my two months turned into four months. I'm so sorry for your loss. And <laughs> Talk about hangman. God. Yeah. yeah. Talk about Pisces. <laughs> I know. And Pisces. I write yeah. our feet, of course. But, you know, I, I am someone that, you know, I grew up with a very warrior mother so I do things on my own. I just go. I am always learning lessons on to ask for help because I don't. I'm like the ten of wands card. You know, it's like I'll just pile them on and then I'll take the stairs. <laughs> like that's just like who I am. So in this year, um, even in my own self-terror readings, I kept getting a lot of messages, slow down. Didn't help that my solar return was a stallion in Capricorn, including Capricorn rising. Wow. What mm. a Taurus Mars. So I got so much shit done this year. Like I'm and I like gave birth to these beautiful new offerings that I'm doing now instead of other readings I used yes. to do. And a lot came from this year, but it's been a lot of hitting the ground hard. Mm. And that solar return chart didn't help. Yeah. And then that sprain just taught me a lot because I was like, well, I can't do anything but rest now. I mean, I can't yeah. really walk more than a few feet. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then it healed and I was like, okay. And I just hit the ground running again and it kept getting the four swords. And I was like, it's going to be okay. I'm not doing too much. Nope. It happened again. Oh. <laughs> so rest. Yeah. Um, and I'd probably say aside from that, probably... I think trust is another good word for me this year that I've been moving through a lot because I'm very like, as a Pisces, you know, I'm all in touch with dreams and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't know, maybe it's my Jupiter and Capricorn or my fixed chart. I have no idea, but I'm also extremely like on the ground. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's going to happen, <laughs> you know, like all that stuff. I also have like a, like a strong Saturn. So that adds to it. So, like, trusted me, I've always had kind of a tricky relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely not, like, the book Pisces of, like, it'll all work out. I'm more, like, pulling my hair out and freaking out and worrying <laughs> that it, while, like, making vision boards. Like, this is what I want. <laughs> it's, like, a complicated mix. So, this year, I've been doing a lot of work around trust and um, just, like, believing in that word and allowing myself to do that mm. um, without so much worry and doubt, which I'm just kind of prone to. Mm -hmm. incredible love it yeah i'm gonna kind of go off of that and i feel like my phrase for the year would be trust the timing which feels like just every time i've turned around this year it's been like with you and i um it's God. been like 
we've had the impetus to do something and then like it hasn't felt right or it hasn't been the right time uh, or like even with my deck it's like I've been like you know there's just like production takes longer than you think it will and like just being like oh I need to like rush this I need to like get something out I need to like get it done and like it's just like you know the universe has different plans and it's like okay it's gonna take a little bit longer and just having to be okay with that you know and like I mean there's been many examples throughout the year of like oh I'm ready to do this thing let's do this thing and then like for whatever reason it's just been okay, well, maybe it's not the right time and you just need to wait a little bit longer and then, like, maybe it will become the right time and then it always does, but um, just finding that trust, you know, um, that it is okay to wait, you're not going to miss something because I think there is that kind of established thought pattern, at least in myself, of, like, you know, I always have to be doing something. I always have to be, like, creating. I always have to, like... I have to like get it out right now or else I'm going to miss it. You know, it's like, um, I'm going to miss the train and like, um, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, trusting that you don't have to do that. You know, you don't have to like put that energy forth and like, be like, maybe the delay is actually appropriate, you know, and maybe that's, you know, meant to be in some sort of way. Um, I would say my word would probably be clearing because I feel like this year has just been all about clearing out old patterns and like just clearing and observing and like kind of stepping into kind of different thought processes and like realizing things for what they are and like clearing out these old, yeah, just definitely old patterns, if that makes any sense. Amazing. Amazing. You, s- you shared your word. I did a phrase. You did a phrase. That's right. Um, it's a whoop. <laughs> it's, it's a made up word that I use and it means like, it's, it's like flowing or it's cool. And you just say whoop. I love you. That Zwoop. was <laughs> deeply Aquarian. I feel like everyone is really seated in their, in their, yeah. in their signs right now. Yeah. And it's really making me happy. I'm here for it. Okay. What was the best thing you watched this year? I will accept any form of consumption in terms of TV or movie does not have to be from 2019, although bonus points if it is. Um, I'm happy to begin this one. Um, The absolute best thing that I watched this year was the movie Us. Um, I feel like... I wanted to talk about it all year. There was never really an opportunity to do so. I'm going to have to pull myself back from talking about it a lot now. And I'm also happy to go into a discussion about it with I mean, everyone here one of my if you're available. That was yeah, my, my top two. Yeah, all four. Oh my God. Hawaiian <laughs> soul healing. Yes, it is. Jordan heals us. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'll, then I'm going to back up and allow everyone to, I mean, I feel like. I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I saw it multiple times. Every time I saw different things, I feel like there is no more, in my humble opinion, there's like no more important movie that's like ever been made about the reclamation of the shadow self, trauma, like the actual physical thing. He like made a parable about trauma recovery. 
Like, I don't even know how he, and I know mm-hmm. it's also about privilege and there's so many other things in it, but, yeah. um, like the story and it was, yeah, it's extraordinary. Um, it was the absolute best thing that I saw and this it year. didn't get like as much hype as it I sure thought didn't. it would It sure didn't. Yeah. Cause I don't think people understood it. Right. There were a lot of people who, who were like, He's trying to do something here. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Right. And I remember reading it and being like, wow, I, it was so clear to me when yeah. I saw it, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about Pluto, though. <laughs> yeah. And judgment. Literally. <laughs> like the scene where they're in the driveway and it's the four members of the family mm-hmm. walk out the front door of the house because they hear something. And the other family walks forward. This is the judgment card. It's two families across yeah. the pond. Looking at each other. Yes. Um, Jordan Peele is a Pisces, which I thought was interesting. I'm into to it. Know. And so is Lupita. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... And Winston Duke is a Scorpio. Winston Duke, I mean... Gorgeous. Can you believe? Obsessed with him. <laughs> I remember I, when I saw Black Panther, I was like, well, who's this guy? Who's this tall drink of water? <laughs> and then he was in that movie again with like a dad bod. And I was like, all right. Yeah. All right. So lots of Pisces and Scorpio going mm-hmm. on in that movie already, and it's so cool to see how actors will be drawn towards, or people will be drawn towards them to play certain roles. I think Lupita's a great example, because this was her this was her starring role as doing a different genre, mm-hmm. which was horror, which was different for her. And I feel like Pisces mm-hmm. do yeah. go into the like very like dreamy side but also can go into the the darkness too and so it was cool to see Uh, because when i originally saw the casting i was like this will be a make or break i feel like for lupita i wasn't sure and then she really i knew she was gonna kill it it was insane she's like fucking amazing she's unbelievable yeah yeah like watching her in that it's just like yeah you can't even like believe what you're seeing and those kids yeah, everybody on it was everybody great. Everybody in it yeah. is yeah. so good. And even, like, the white people are so good. Mm. They're perfectly cast. <laughs> that white family. Mm. Like, it's everything. Chase cried. Yeah, I did. He Every did. Every time I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He cried. He wept. Yeah. And yeah. just everyone meeting their shadow and the, oh. the four family members representing each of the four elements. Yes. Right? The yes. dads out fire. on the boat with yeah. water. Yes. The little boys with fire. Yes. Then... I think the little girl's air. She's air. She's running. She's running. Yeah, yeah she's and a runner. Lupita's character because she's does anyone know her name? The underground. Uh, she's, she's red. Yeah, okay, red. Red. Yeah. yeah she red. gets like you know chained to the coffee table, like earth, like yeah. and also yeah. the underground. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just so many, like, truly every single time you watch it, you see different things, different like, I. You know, saw Get Out. We saw Get Out. Yeah. Get Out is a great movie, obviously, but like the layering of symbolism and the clearly like the fun he took with like layering different things mm-hmm. and like making it fun for people to like when Dissect, I yeah. yeah yeah I mean when we first saw it in the movie theater yeah I kept like turning to you and being like I could not even believe what I was seeing yeah I was like I cannot believe that I'm seeing this in a big budget movie that mm-hmm. he's like doing this and like is there a part specifically that's coming to you I couldn't believe it when um the part when I don't want to give it away but the part Spoiler when alert. the part okay. when I think, what is her name? (coughs) It's not Abigail, but it's an A name, Lupita's character. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Well, Lupita's character, when as a little girl, she's drawn out to the beach and sees the carnival attraction that draws her in. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, we're not playing. Okay, this is Mm -hmm. great. Okay. And then just like, there's so much that you're shown, like the rabbits, that you Mm -hmm. just don't understand what you're seeing at all until the end. And then even then you walk away and just think like, oh. And I think for me too, when you go to... Um, Adelaide, I think Adelaide. is her name. It's I just Adelaide. looked it up. You got it. Um, thank you. Yeah. Um, her Adelaide is an adult before you understand like what's actually going on. <laughs> Chase turned to me at one point because like Adelaide has like really severe PTSD from her childhood experience, which you don't understand until later what the twist right. of that is. And um, <clears throat> she doesn't want to go back to the beach where this traumatic experience happened. And Chase like turned to me at one point and was like, this is like us, like, <laughs> you and me, because yeah, yeah. I have PTSD. And like, sometimes it's like, I am yeah. humorless and I don't want to go back to these mm-hmm. places. And like, I, I've never really that, seen though. that. Yeah, like, yeah. This is us. And, yeah. that's yeah. and then I even yeah. think about the U S hundred percent. Well, that's like, what he said about oh, it. Totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, the only thing that I I've, I mean, Jordan Peele has said a lot about that movie, and obviously everybody, like, interrupt me or stop me if you've heard this too, but in his, um, the, the one thing that I heard him talk about uh, regarding, I didn't hear him speak about a lot of the themes that we're speaking about, but I'm positive that there was an understanding of them in right. what he was doing. But um, he did say, like, we don't think about privilege in this country and the idea that we're just constantly consuming, throwing away. Like we're not thinking of a, what we're tethered to or B the extent of our privilege, especially if we're white, but even just living in the United States is um, for many such a privilege that we're not thinking about like in the tethered are basically like the revenge of everything that is suppressed by privilege, mm-hmm. which is extraordinary and mm-hmm. re- such a remarkable way of expressing yeah. that theme. Mm-hmm. What did you love about us? Um, everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, movie I saw more than once. too, just like it was so, there was something really powerful and cathartic about seeing somebody so honestly portray a person with PTSD. And yes. like those, and there are moments where she doesn't even have to say anything. I could not you believe it. You just know. Mm-hmm. Like there's moments in the movie, like, watching it and it's just like that's what that feels like yeah. like this is i i know that feeling like mm-hmm. i understand this and like that yeah. was just amazing see and just i mean yeah everything about it i mean the soundtrack the way everything's filmed the use of music like yeah yeah i saw it in the theater and i had chills and i like cried yeah and i walked out with my really good friend scorpio moon friend and we were just like <laughs> we took this really long walk just talking yeah. Yeah. After yeah. The movie. we didn't yeah. even get back on the train we just looked at each other like yeah you like have to yeah what yeah. <laughs> like we need to talk and then we just were walking and talking about it yeah. um and I rewatched it a lot myself too. And new stuff always comes up to me. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, it's just such a powerful movie. It's so layered. There's so many messages. It's complex. Yes. That movie says a lot. Yes. <laughs> and I, it's just, it's so important. Mm-hmm. And it is so important. Yeah. It is. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Oh, it was no, very it's rude. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's very important. And it has this special place in my mind and my heart. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. every time I rewatch it, something else comes out to me that I didn't notice the first time. Yeah. 
which I love. Yeah. I love yeah. that we're all in agreement with that. I know. We yeah, all know. have the same. Can we talk about the music? That yeah. music in that movie. The, the placement of that yeah. music, of good vibrations, of yes. fuck the police, <laughs> of that Minnie Ripperton song at the end, like, and the score. Yes. Yeah. That, like... Which Minnie Ripperton is a Scorpio, just to add that in. God bless her. There's a lot of those. God bless yeah. her. God bless Minnie Ripperton and her child and her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Yes. God bless. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, obsessed with us. I love that we all. Lo- what did you love about it, Chase? Uh, I mean, I think pretty much everything's been covered. But <laughs> I mean, I can talk about all my Scorpio. I literally could talk about this movie for the next I like, four the hours. Scene, I mean, you already kind of introduced it, but when she goes into it's all the mirrors. Oh, yeah, yeah, and just like yeah, the moon card just kept coming up. hundred percent. You know? Hundred percent, and, and that's like, probably my favorite scene. Thriller and like the the perpetual. 1111 imagery and like hands across America and like there's just like a million things a yeah. million it's things it's very layered yeah. yes and just being afraid of the shadow yes and then realizing that the shadow really just wants to be free yes it doesn't want to like take over or like there's like yeah. a lot of I mean that's one of those things too with that scene when they meet at the end of towards the end in mm-hmm. the I mean, Jeff already said spoiler alert. So if you're still listening, this is on I you. I guess so, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that scene when they like meet up in the bottom, like, and yeah. they take the escalator down, oh, and they yeah. go down, and that felt so Plutonian. That was the most yeah. Plutonian piece like, of you cinema. Felt like you were going down yeah. in there with yeah. them. Into and the when depths. she's at the chalkboard, and she's just talking to her, and you're like, yeah, I mean, but. I feel bad they're kind of coming up and doing that, but like, they just really wanted to be free. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they just, yeah. like, it was so powerful. Mm. And I'd probably say another big scene to me was like the um like the layering of like them facing off in the dancing. <gasps> yeah. That, that blew scene. my mind. With like yeah, the totally. remix of I've Got Five on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That blew my mind. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yeah. It yeah. was unbelievable. Powerful. Well, it's interesting, this theme of Pluto, because I I have, like, maybe, like, five different, like, shows or movies that I enjoy this year, and looking at them all together, they all have a theme of Pluto. Mm. Yeah. What are some of your other ones? So the other one is Parasite. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. I cannot wait. Which, you know, it. so I have some facts about it that I didn't know this, that it was, it got the award at the film festival, where is it? Right here. Parasite had its world premiere at the... Um, 2019 is it Cannes mm-hmm. Film Festival? Can. Be, what is it? Oh, it's Cannes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm talking about, but I have notes here. But it became the first Korean film to win the highest prize awarded at Hell that festival. Yes. So I thought that was cool. Amazing. But it's similar themes. It's also about the underworld and the basement. Did any of y'all see it? I spoiled it for yeah. myself on Wikipedia. We've discussed this, so I yeah. know everything about it. Yeah, yeah. The ghost. But it's similar where it, it's following a poor family essentially Mm -hmm. where they start to take over a really rich person's home by pretending that they have skills that they're overqualified for. Mm -hmm. And over time they just like, they're all really smart and they figure out how to take over the house, but I'm not going to spoil it. But then they, there's something in the basement. (laughs) There's also the theme of the underworld in the basement. And Mm -hmm. also like the sewage Mm -hmm. is flooding and the most iconic scene to me which is the same spot. It's like this raised toilet in their house mm. that is the only place in the house where they get Wi-Fi. So they kind of all like 
huddle up by the toilet, but in the scene where the, the sewage is like flooding the apartment, um, the daughter, which it's the same. It's Spoiler a daughter, alert. a son, a mom and a dad. It's like the same as us. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. same theme of family. Yeah. The daughter is like smoking a cigarette and there's like literally only like three feet of air to breathe and the sewage is just coming up and it's like all she can do. Wow. That's like that scene to me. Damn. But like all the shit coming up from the surface. And oh, so yeah. it was interesting that I've been really drawn to dark films this year and TV shows. And Parasite is technically it's a dark comedy thriller. So also like a layer of comedy in there, I think, has been my 2019. I like it. Yeah. I had two other movies other than us that are my pick and they're the exact polar opposite of what yes. you were just saying. Good. We need that. Now, I want to make a statement here. I'm an old woman. I'm a grandmother, mm-hmm. and I don't get out that often. And some of my other picks are going to be from 20, some 30 years ago. So everyone's just going to need to deal with that. I am. I'm an I'm a old lady, but um, she is. I am. I've always been an old woman. Um, but the two movies that I... Uh, were the best things that I've seen this year other than us. Um, and it, they don't compare to us, but uh, is Toy Story 4. And <laughs> I absolutely I stand you. by that. And My Neighbor Totoro, which came out in 1988. So if you're thinking, Lindsay, that didn't come out this year, you're correct. Yeah. Um, and both of them have to do with children's themes both of them are animated both of them are i think about magic magical play and imagination Mm -hmm. and i love toy story 4 because it's one of the only pixar movies that i have seen in memory that isn't like devastating and impossible to watch and like a nail-biting experience it's like very sweet um and it has to do with letting go of sacrifice love and choosing yourself, which I found very empowering. Um, and I just saw, we just, I'd seen my neighbor Totoro before years ago, but sort of on and off while I was babysitting mm-hmm. and we like fully watched it last night and it's, it's made the cut, even though I only watched it last <laughs> night. It's great. And it's like the most magical, mm-hmm. sweet movie and has, a million themes of magic and nature and forest spirits and um, family. Which is reminding me of Frozen 2 now, too. I really enjoyed that as well. It doesn't make my pick. It doesn't make Lindsay's picks, but I really enjoyed it. And I had a great time seeing it with you. Yeah. We had a blast. We did. Um, You haven't seen Cats yet, so. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys read the reviews for cats i don't need to but they're <laughs> i mean <laughs> yes and the reviews are like it's the most spectacular thing i've ever seen and i never want to see anything like it again but it's great but it was the worst like it's so good i, th- I think it's so bad it's like fantastic i'm interested anyway um, I mean, I feel like I have to see it. Now. I love terrible yeah. movies. Yeah, I'll pay good money to see something horrible. Yeah. If it's really Absolutely. horrible enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's horrible enough, I'll pay good money for mm. it. Um, what were some of your best things you watched this year other than us? Oh. Um, 
I don't really have any more, I don't think. No good TV? Do we mm-hmm. like watch anything? No. We watched Baskets. Oh, Baskets. We loved Baskets. Baskets was great. That was one of the best things I watched yeah, this year. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, baskets yeah. was incredible. We yeah. ripped What's through baskets? that. Baskets? It's this Zach show about family. Yeah. About like a family and um, about a rodeo clown named Chip, named Chip Baskets. And it was on FX. It's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely hilarious. One of the yeah. best things I watched this year. Definitely. Far. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So Baskets is your pick. Yeah. There great. you go. Baskets. How about you? Is there <laughs> anything else for you? No. I mean, not that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I just really watch a lot of old things. I'm like one of those people. I really yeah. watch stuff a lot. <clears throat> Me and too. I have like a very cherished DVD collection. <laughs> Amazing. And I just Incredible. like go back to it. I open yeah. up the cabinet and I'm like, what am I revisiting today? Understood. I'm boring. I don't know anything same. that happened after like 2000 something. Same. <laughs> In general, yes. I'm the yeah. same way. No. I have a TV show of the year too. Please. Because I have movie of the year, show of the year. Okay. Go My ahead. show of the year is special, which is a Netflix series. Nice. Oh, Pen 15. Continue. Oh, nice. Hilarious. <laughs> um, special is. It's a show that follows a man oh, with cerebral palsy. Yes, I who remember is this. A gay man, and he is transforming his life from bleak to chic. Oh. And he, yeah, it just follows his life. It's based off of Ryan O'Connell, I think is his name. Yeah, he wrote a memoir about it called Special, and then got it turned into a series on Netflix. And it's That's awesome, amazing to see our protagonist shifting as our collective understanding shifts so i love it that's my vote for 2019 is special i like it yeah very much so we're all unanimous that our movie of the year is us Mm -hmm. and i would also like to throw baskets and pen 15 into the ring with special because pen 15 is some of the best tv i've ever seen in my life is amazing yeah like we watched that entire series (laughs) in like a a night yeah yeah in a night (laughs) yeah not even like in a day yeah like we stayed up until who knows yeah just screaming with laughter it's so good it's a great show most iconic scene from that series Mm. is i think when she's in the closet and she's learning about masturbation for the first time and then they the the soundtrack that we've sung together comes on. I can't remember, but it's like, um, it's like the earth, the air, the, the fire, fire, the water, water return, 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 return. But it's like later. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the best that. Scene. Yeah, it is really yeah. great. And they like do the whole like two minute song. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's an incredible scene. Amazing. Um, what was the best thing you listened to this year? Again, it could be from any time, but you just. Mm-hmm. Loved it. How about you, Anais? Want to start? Um, I would say, well, I went. Oh well, actually, so, okay. So I came across this band that they've been out for a while, but I didn't know about them. But I found out about them because I went to a show that I got tickets for, um, like while the, the foot spring was happening. But I refused to not go because I bought the tickets. That's a gift. <laughs> Yeah. Understand. And then this band means a lot to me. Like I love them. Like they I'm definitely like, you know, full on industrial metalhead. This is one yeah. band that's really dancey, <laughs> kind of like synthy, a little bit of 80s, obsessed. 
So that band got me through some really hard times in college and all that stuff. So they haven't been in New York for years. So I got the ticket. Spring happened. I went anyway because I was like, there's no way in the world. Who are they again? So The Faint. The Faint. Oh, The Faint. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know so different than everything else I listen to, but I love them. Nice. So I was going to go. So um, me and my best friend went to the show and one of the bands that opened for them fell in love with that band and I've been listening to them non-stop like mm. all of their albums um because they just like put me in a trance <laughs> and I don't know how long they've been out but the band's Ritual House it's like nice like this kind of like kind of dancey moody industrial like they give me some serious to like Depeche Mode vibes sometimes mm. Ooh, nice. which as anyone knows that it's a big band for me but I've been listening to them on repeat since that show. Like nice. I saw them and I was just like, who is this? And then like, right. Me and my friend just looked them up like immediately. And I've been listening to them nonstop since all of their albums. Now I'm a total, just like your ritual fan. house head. Yes. Yeah. I love it. How about you, Jeff? What's the best um, thing you listened to this year? Max Richter. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We've been big yeah. fan forever. Yeah. I got Old to school. see him in concert, which That's was cool. yeah, so jealous. Yeah, and I first learned. I actually learned about him this year, and I, which was cool, because he's been around for a while. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I learned about him from Ad Astra, which was oh, nice. the soundtrack for that, and I was I like, oh, this is in incredible. And so I started listening to that soundtrack when I would work. Cause it's like it's like post minimalist, like very like no words, so it can allow me to just like do my work, drop in, whatever. Um, and then after like a week of listening to his stuff, a friend reached out to me like last minute was like, Hey, I'm going to the Max Rickster concert tonight. Do you want to go? And I was like, cool. And so that's kind of been my experience coming back to New York. There's been a lot of synchronicities like that, that have lined up for me. Love it. Yeah. Amazing. So that would be, um, I have someone else too though. Who would you like to share? LaFonda. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got me uh, into LaFonda. Ancestor Boy, I think, is the name of the album. And go check out LaFonda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Bjork meets Solange. That mm-hmm. would be how mm-hmm. I describe it. Yeah. Thank you. How about you, Chase? Um, mine's also not from this year, but Phoebe Bridgers, Stranger in the Alps, that album. Those uh, awesome. Yeah. You. And also Tom Berlin at Weddings mm-hmm. is love it yeah yeah we did a lot can't of get enough uh, yeah I, it was it was basically non-stop my summer album mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was really sweet to listen to yeah. with you um again i'm an old woman uh emily harris's blue kentucky girl was my <laughs> top listen of the year yeah i got yeah. really into that <laughs> album um i hadn't heard it before and i loved it um I know that this is a very trite, obvious pick, but I, I, I love Lizzo and I really enjoyed yeah. Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten completely into all of Lizzo's album, but um, I, I had a lot of like, I have like a very distinct memory of riding in your car, like mm-hmm. blasting juice mm-hmm. while driving yeah. up Sunset Boulevard with Aaron Aquarian. Yes, please. So I have a lot of like <laughs> great beautiful bright memories of that mm-hmm. album um, technically like my spotify number one artist of the year is lizzo yeah i mean yeah. i think that's true mm-hmm. for many of us and when i found out she had a virgo moon <laughs> it did a lot of virgo moon healing for me oh yeah it's beautiful i mean it's a beautiful placement mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I would say Emmylou Harris. I got really into some other Dolly Parton albums. I got super into Fleetwood Mac this year, like deep cuts. It was like all, it was my number one mm-hmm. on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like how Spotify gives you like your top listen. It was like Fleetwood Mac, a hundred percent. But again, I'm a loser, so that's what I listen. I love to. the variation note here. Mm-hmm. We have like almost like all these various covers. Very, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like exclusively only listen to music that came out like 50 years ago. So, um, yeah, other than Lizzo. Um, what was the best thing you read this year? Chase, why don't we start with you? Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm like looking you didn't the have table. a book, like, right? I didn't really have a book. I You've read Journeys Out of Body uh, by Robert Monroe, which was really good. And You've been teaching yourself how to astral project trying to you, you, were su- you were successful the other night yeah yeah you were oh. yeah he was um he was where'd you uh, go he 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 like sat up yeah that was it yeah um <laughs> that's where you start though yeah so that's really i mean most of my time is consumed with art making so i don't spend a lot of time reading i probably should spend more time reading but i just don't <laughs> yeah yeah um, the best thing I read this year was It by Stephen King, um, which is, you know, problematic and probably not the most. Um, it was written a long time ago, so I'm not sure that everyone would love it, but I loved it. And uh, it's my life. And I really enjoyed reading that book. That was my yeah. top read. Um, I also had my life really changed. I read white fragility by Robin D'Angelo in January and it was like a life changing read. Um, and I highly recommend it for everybody who is interested in learning more about their white fragility. If they are white. Um, yeah, it was really life changing. I loved it. Um, and is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. I'll add that one to the list. I haven't read it. Please. Yeah. It's amazing. It's really, really great. Important. Um, I'm behind the times. I think a lot of people have read that book, but I had not until this year. I'm very, like, when it comes to books, I'm behind the times, I think, because, like, so much of my work is writing and communicating. So when I have time off, yeah, 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 it's like I want to listen to music or yeah, watch a movie same. Mm-hmm. I got not to have nothing on I actually yeah. Yeah. I'm just cool same. with silence silence, yeah. silence yeah. is great that's yeah. the best thing I read silence this year silence is gold yeah. I read like nine Stephen King books this year and I just for some reason got super into him right around the end like right around Libra season gearing up to Scorpio season and just read like book after book after book after book and like for two months just was well, reading that was constantly. your Scorpio season right Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Um, I read all about um, had to all stop. about love what was by Bell Hooks. Would be oh. yeah, my book of the year. Amazing. It was the only book I read this year, I love but it was that. amazing, and I highly recommend it. I mean, if you're gonna read one, it yeah. should be by Bell Hooks. There you go. But you and I. Is- yeah, I haven't really. I have a lot of books that are kind of like various stages of read. Yeah. <laughs> like there's pages folded over and bookmarks. Mm-hmm. But like Jeff said, um, since I spend so much time communicating with people, whether it's online or lesser extent Instagram, like this year I also launched my Patreon. So I do a lot of writing, 
Um, and for the Patreon community, like I'll do like videos, we have like Q&A things, like since I spend so much time doing that, like I kind of just want to like sit and have either silence mm-hmm. or just like music on so I don't get to read that much. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do read, because I'm a dork, <laughs> I, I like read fan fiction. It's kind of like the first thing I go Same. to. <laughs> so I, I read a lot of fan fiction this year uh, as far as like. And wrote some that I don't know if it's going to see the light of day or not. But um, aside from that, I haven't officially read like a book book. Mm-hmm. I am though still in my deep study of the family dynamics in astrology. So I have all these heady, thick books that I'm, yeah, I guess I'm technically reading those that I'm working with right now. So fan fiction and like deep astrology conference, family astrology stuff. Those are kind yeah. of my two reads this year. I mean, this is a very unique year for me in that I've gotten into an author Usually it is simply heady books and fan fiction for me personally. So I'm all about that. <laughs> Was that a conscious decision to push yourself into a new genre? Me? Yeah. No, it was like, it came out in the theaters and I was like, I feel like I would like that book. I don't know why. It was just an, in, an intuition. I started reading it and like could not put it down and kept putting it down and being like, this book is so great. And Chase would be like, okay. Um, it was like um, Stranger Things it reminded me of Harry Potter actually like I loved it and then when I was done with it um, I read The Shining and liked it I mean technically it's a it's an even better book I just didn't necessarily have the same experience and then just kept like going I don't know once I had one experience I wanted to have multiple momentum I wanted multiple just not Pet (laughs) Cemetery. I couldn't do it. I can't. I, pet cemetery. Pet yeah, cemetery? it's pet yeah. cemetery. It was so. I mean, it's. It's a. I mean, it's a tough read. It really is. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt good. Anais is hardcore, and she <laughs> was also like, "I did not finish. I didn't complete no, the I book." Didn't. I don't even. But you did make a SpongeBob meme. I did just yeah. for yes. me to yeah. help me process my feelings. Secret about memes. It. <laughs> I love this new discovery tonight of finding out that people have secret memes. I do have a secret, I secret do that memes too. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that you did. And then I just never, you know, release it's a them in the world. Good way to like yeah. work through yes. something. They're like, how am it's I like feeling collaging. about this? Exactly, totally. and then yes. make a secret meme about it. Yes, absolutely. I often do secret. I did one today mm-hmm. with oh my gosh. Um, that picture of the hawk with the honeycomb and all the bees chasing it. <laughs> Shouldn't be in the world, though. That one's genius. Maybe I'll release it to the public. <laughs> okay. I feel like that might be. Maybe people would appreciate it. Um, what was everybody's favorite zodiacal season this year? Like, what time mm. of the year did you enjoy most? Yeah. Um, you. <laughs> Looking at my husband. Go on, say it. Gemini season. Oh. <laughs> I had a good Gemini season too. Cool. Yeah, I love it's this. not one that like I would say was good to me. Like I can't think of a year I would ever probably really say that. But this year it actually was like one of my favorites. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Out of the summer, everything went to shit. But yeah. <laughs> like Gemini yeah. was actually like really good. Like, do you have a memory from that time or like? I think for me, it was like, well, one of the things was kind of stepping in and owning that call of feeling like wanting to get more into collaborative stuff, which Mm -hmm. I've been talking about with everybody at this table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
you know, I love working on my own and working from home, but the call of like, I want to do more stuff with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like just Gemini season came in and that just like, it was like a light bulb, you know, because yeah. for a while I didn't know what it was that I was moving towards. And I knew I was like, it's that direction. It's mm. that. It has to do with that. And I think that was around the time too. Could be wrong. I don't know. But I think I launched the Patreon right after that, which oh. was huge for me to do. Amazing. Um, because, and now that I have it, I'm like, how come I didn't do this before? Mm. So yeah, it was a lot of like, um, a lot of brain food. My crown chakra was very alive. Lots of ideas. Mm-hmm. Nice. Things made some sense. Um, and but the yeah, Patreon's was, going well? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Everyone cool. sign up for it. Amazing. I love links. it. I spend we'll links on the show a lot of time on it. Aww. It's my baby. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I just want to say something to uh, my listeners. I'm in no way maligning Gemini's or Gemini season. I love Gemini's and I love Gemini energy. I want everyone to know that. I was simply sharing a look with my husband because I had a horrific Gemini season and he had a great one. So that was duality, the, baby, duality, baby. That was the only reason I don't want any Gemini's to feel like I don't love them or I'm in some way judging the season. Anyway, rant over. I'm so glad that you had such a good Gemini season. Yeah. It was good to me. And then it went to cancer. Cancer's my 12th house and everything fell apart. <laughs> but after that, it was like Gemini and cancer season were like, um, it was like tripping and falling, like and breaking your nose, and then once you get up, like getting hit by a car. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. Like that's actually <laughs> yes. literally when I got in a car wreck. So yeah. I'm so sorry. I had a, a hard Gemini season too. It was a horrible time, yeah. a horrible time. But what did you love most about your Gemini season? Um, I mean, we had good times. Yeah, we had good times. We got ham fasted. Yes, we did. We had our anniversary and. We got to have an experience with some deer that was really profound. And um, yeah, and so I think, sorry, I was talking a million miles away from the mic there. Um, But uh, yeah, it was just really powerful season and it felt really, you know, just like kind of powerful, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I loved... I had a wonderful tourist season. I went to Italy for the first time. Um, Other than like stepping over the border a month before to go to Mexico when I was Mm -hmm. in Texas, I had never left the country in my life. And um, that was like my first flight, like cross, like leaving the United States. And um, it was an incredible experience and a really beautiful, powerful time at a great tourist season. And I had like this Scorpio season, like I'll never forget it. It was just like the best. And it was this Scorpio season. I saw my mother for the first time in five years. It was horrible and traumatic. She totally ambushed me. I was actually able to communicate directly to her my boundaries and what I needed and wanted, which is a huge thing for any abused person to do. I was doing EMDR with my therapist. I was literally weeping, like excusing myself to go into the other room to cry hysterically. And then like, it was huge, but it felt like in this Scorpio season, I had the perfect container to do that work. I never feel like given the work I do and the hours I keep and the means for support that, I don't know. I just feel like I don't ever really have the luxury 
I've never had the luxury or the privilege, I think, to heal like that, to have that space to be like, I wasn't creating anything at that time. I was just able to read and mourn and process and be with the huge shock that was being around my mom again. Um, and there were other things that happened during Scorpio season too. My cat is just being <laughs> adorable right now. Yeah, I loved Scorpio season. I thought yeah. it's my favorite time of the year all yeah. the time, but I had a great one this year. Yeah. How about you, Jeff? What was your favorite season? We're riding the same cosmic wave. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, my, my mind first went to Scorpio season. Yeah. And then I was like, I also had a really good Taurus season too. So that like polarity. I like it. There is something about it. Look at us. Yeah. Two Geminis, two <laughs> Taurus, Taurus Scorpio. Scorpios. Yeah. yeah. For me, Taurus season the first day, and I always like kind of look out, see what's happening the first day. There's literally like someone getting a massage in the park, someone was hugging a tree. It's like Earth Day. And then I like had a picnic with a friend. It was mm-hmm. like an intentional like Taurus first day. And then Scorpio season first day, I interviewed Chase Aww. on his new deck. And then we went that. and got ice cream. Yeah, this is the best. Time. And we were like, it's witch's Christmas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Scorpio was really intense for me. Me too. But I also needed that space. Mm-hmm. And we actually, we saw each other the first day of Scorpio season, didn't see each other all of Scorpio season. Yeah. And until like last week. We were all in the yeah. cave. Yeah. And I, I think there was a shift for me, particularly because I had been, um, this was my first autumn in a few years because I had been in Hawaii and then I was in LA and there was something about this autumn in New York was actually really beautiful. It really was. And yeah. I got to walk along the river every day mm. because it wasn't too cold out yet to not spend time by the water. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Um, we're going to wrap this up with just a few more cues. Um, what was the thing you accomplished or did this year that you will wait, actually. Hmm. Yeah. What is the thing you accomplished this year or the, the thing that you're most proud of? What is the thing that you're most proud of this year? Should I go? Um, Absolutely. Many Moons 2020. Yes! I forgot about that! Tell us more. Yes! yes. Um, so I have I have a piece in Many Moons yes, 2020. Yes, you do. Uh, about uh, the moon, one of the moons during Pisces season, mm-hmm. which is even more special because, like we talked about earlier, um, 2020 is my real birthday. So it was even more symbolic to write a piece during Pisces season for next year yes. on my real birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, is it for the new moon, the full moon? or I am doing the, this is the downside of Mercury and Pisces. I, I think it's the new moon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in there. You'll see me. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I'm in the month of February, yeah. so um, yeah, I'm just really excited about that, mm. and that was a big deal, and I totally mm. cried like a baby when it, it came, and I opened it. I just, like, full-on cried. 
Like my so Aquarius moon awesome. couldn't even win that battle. It was like, no, uh, <laughs> this is tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go over there. So yeah, I'm really proud of that. So amazing. Thank you. Love it. How about you? Uh, I my writing the book, the Aries book, I think would be the thing I'm most proud about. Yeah. It should be. Having a, a actual physical book with my name on it and, and, spending that much time and energy towards yeah. uh, loving up Aries mm. felt really special. Yeah. Love it. Mine was Terror of the Holy Spectrum. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Which will be out soon. You know, ish. Yeah. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Look at all yeah. of us manifesting. I know. Yeah. I have completely different answers. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we didn't agree on. I know. <laughs> well, it's not that I disagree, yeah. but all three of you have had these incredible uh, expansions with regard to what you created this year, which I think is extraordinary. And I have a lot of pride in what I've made too, but I actually think... Um, The thing that I'm most proud of, I have two things that I'm the most proud of. One is that I am um, seeing an integrative therapist who I literally cannot stop talking about. I love her. She's great. She's changed my life. But she also does body work. And um, uh, because I was physically abused, uh, I have not really ever been able to get or receive body work. Um, I've like never had a massage other than what, other than what like Chase has offered to me. Um, is he okay? Mm-hmm. We have Kitty mischief going on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I started to get a little bit of body work this year, which was a huge, it's a huge deal. Um, it's really intense. Yeah. It's very light body work, but, um, and is it while you are also doing therapy or is it like separate or no just wow. like just an integrated session wow yeah she's incredible her name is jen benetato and mm. she's like the best therapist in new york for sure um and the other thing that i'm the most proud of and this is a bold thing but i made a decision for my mental health and for the good of my creativity and my mental well-being to get the fuck off instagram that's um, right so what i do is i write and create my own posts I load them up and I now have somebody who helps me in this area who actually does the posting physically, like make sure that everything's posted and people are attended to. I do not log on. I do not see what anyone posts. I do not read my comments. I do not read my DMS. Mm-hmm. Um, do you use like, is it planally? planally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, so I have a caretaker in there and if something happens, like I got called in a couple months ago because of some bullshit on the podcast that I said that was really dumb. Um, and I'll go on there to caretake that obviously, but, um, I just, it was an enormous source of stress and, um, insane expectations and, a total inconsistency on my part. And like, I think there are a lot of people who can do it. Um, and it, I pushed myself to feel like, well, everybody does that. Why can't I do it? And the truth is that I just choose again, that word choice. I choose not to as a highly sensitive person, as an empath, as somebody who I actually don't even think like 
it is literally any of my business, what anyone thinks or doesn't think, feels or doesn't feel about my work. It's changed my work. It's allowed me to really just put work out and not necessarily know or take the temperature of like whether or not people will buy it or like it. Um, And I think it's helped me be better, be of better service on Instagram because I'm not as, um, I'm not getting pulled around too much. So um, everything that I post is my own on there, but um, it, I'm not on it ever. And it's uh, amazing. It's changed my life. And it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was huge to do that, especially because anytime there is, it, it is where I am in my career too. It's just like, it gets to a point where you just think like, there's a line here and I, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but, um, it was important Mm -hmm. for me to do it. And it was a big deal because I judged myself very harshly for it. But at the end of the day, it's my life and my brain and Mm -hmm. my body. And that was what was right for me, Mm -hmm. but it was a very big decision. So I feel very proud of those things. And so life on the other side of Instagram is you get to read Stephen King books, you know? And I get to be okay with like, just, it just feels a little bit more, I don't know, like an act of tithing now. Cause it's like, I'm not like the, my social media manager does share people's comments with me that are really sweet and lovely. Um, but it's just really nice that I don't necessarily have to be exposed to comments that are not because they're very expensive for me to see yeah. like they take a lot yeah. for me to like I don't think people realize that like mm-hmm. they think like if you have a large Instagram following like you're not seeing anybody like somehow you don't become a per you're like not a person anymore right. and like you change or even if you don't have a large Instagram following like I think people assume and I know it comes from people believing that they're not enough to be noticed that their comments don't mean anything or they don't, they won't have the power to harm or hurt, but they like really do. So I just choose to let people post whatever they want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not going to see it, you know? Um, And there's a culture around it too, with the, the instant component of it too, that someone might comment something without really, fully taking the time to think about what they're Checking saying. In. Yeah. And, you know, there's been moments where I'll like read a comment and it'll just be like one comment out of maybe five or six. And that, that's all you see. And it just like makes me want to yeah, quit everything that I'm mm-hmm. doing. You yeah. know, like there, it's kind of, it's wild. Yeah. And actually in the movie Parasite, mm. there's a moment where I'm not going to give anything away since I've <laughs> seen it, but there is a moment where, someone has a phone and everyone else in the room like is like oh they have the phone like basically they could record or like send anything they're like i'm gonna send this text message and it's the same way as if you were to hold a gun up to someone and they're like have to do everything they say or they're Mm -hmm. gonna send a text like there's like that power with the phone that is brought in that theme yeah but yeah congratulations that's a huge step that i think a lot of us think about Thank you. Like considering our options with social media. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) My mental health, like it was just too much. It was untenable. And I was thinking about like 
stopping my profile completely because I was just like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like I can't, you know. So yeah, it was a huge step, but I'm really glad that it happened. This is our last cue. It's been a long ass recording. I hope everyone's <laughs> feeling okay. How y'all doing out there? How y'all doing out there? Um what did 2019 teach you? What would you say is the lesson that you are walking away from with? That's good. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a puzzler for sure. Patience. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Incubation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so funny because you're an extremely patient person, but because this is the first time you've done a project like your deck, it's brought forward. So because that's the thing, it's like once you're really doing your soul work, it changes everything Mm -hmm. and it brings forward all that stuff. Like, do I trust? Will it be okay? Is there enough for me? Like, am I doing this fast enough? Like all different things. So I feel like lots of fear around all of that. I've really witnessed you in that. Yeah. And, um, Mm. yeah, I feel like learning a new level of trust and patience. Totally. Yeah. How about you, Jeff? Um, This year I have learned, 2019 has taught me a lot about astrology. Mm. Yeah, I've been fully immersed in it and that's, that's how I teach. That's how I teach myself and teach other people. Mm. So I've just learned so much, just like creating ritual around different transits. And I think the one that sticks out to me is Mars and Scorpio. I had a ritual around that. And it's been, it was brought to my awareness through the new emoji project that I'm doing right now. (laughs) I have heard tell because I'm not on Instagram. That's right. But I have heard tell. And and I wish I was. Spoiler alert. Another one the wilting red rose is, was crowned the Scorpio. The Scorpio emoji, which wouldn't have necessarily been a lot of people's first pick when you look at all of them together because it's like the scorpion and the skull. But um, sitting with that, I like, I bought myself red roses and I, when Mars mm. went into Scorpio, I was like, Oh, Mars is going into wilting red emoji, mm. the rose. So I, I have been making it a practice to take action Mars around things that I'm letting go of and grieving. So I've been taking red roses to a tree by the water mm. and releasing things, whether it's relationships or writing a note to someone I haven't talked to in years. And I've just been, that's been a theme because we have Mars and Scorpio until the end of this year. And it feels like a really good time to just let go of whatever we don't want to take with us into the, the new decade, into the emperor year. Mm-hmm. So Mars and Scorpio was a cool takeaway for me for 2019. Yeah. Love it. You got two natal Mars and Scorpio yeah. bitches yeah, here. <laughs> Team Mars and Scorpio. Team Mars and yeah, there's a lot of Mars and Scorpio people in my life, actually, and I didn't know that until this year. Well, like, I feel like all want to surround been... yourself with the best. So. Yes. <laughs> I love that. How about you? Um, I mean, I guess probably I've been thinking about it while everyone was talking because I didn't have an answer at first. So that was good. I had some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. Um, I, I don't know. I guess listening deeper, because um, I am very tuned into my inner self, very, I have conversations with my high priestess all the time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but this year and the places it took me, took me to this place of even deeper listening than I do in general or that I'm used to. It was kind of like, you know, pushed even further into the deep, I guess, and listening to that. Um, whether it's through the ancestor work that I'm really ingrained in or like, you know, making the decisions about the sessions, um, taking some offerings away this year that I'm not going to offer again. It's just like, because everything I was meeting was resistance. Mm. It was coming up and it was like, I don't want to, no, 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 I'm going to do it. It's fine. So that required me to go deeper and to listen deeper. So yeah, deeper listening. Love it. I feel like I learned more about my fear this year than I ever have. I faced many, many fears that I was sure would be like the last thing I ever did um, and came out the other side feeling more expanded, more sovereign in myself, more autonomous. And 2019 also, I, I had to think a little bit about this question, um, was a year where I feel like it taught me that I no longer desire to live any part of my life out of alignment with what is in my highest and best. And it became a year where inadvertently my intuition got far richer and deeper because I stopped overriding it for what I thought I should do and started to cultivate more of an ability to pause in any given situation and be like, actually, I should check in. But it took me the entire year. And it was kind of like situation after like this beautiful layering process of like one thing into another into another where um, all of a sudden I found myself even like a few days ago, even today, just always being like, oh yeah, I don't have to try to figure anything out. They can help. Let me remember that. And I, again, like you, that's pretty standard for me, but this year it went way deeper. So I mm -hmm. feel like similarly to you, just deeper listening, deeper quality of listening. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> This has been a ride, a journey. Mm -hmm. This is like a double episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is an animal style episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything that any of you would like to offer in our closing? There's no pressure, but anything that anyone would like to, I, I would like everyone to plug themselves actually. So let's start there. Where can people find you? We'll start with you and I. You can find me on Instagram, but I don't post there a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I have navigated to Patreon and will continue to do so in 2020. Good for you. So yes, you can follow me on there, but if you really want to follow with content, Patreon. And All we're... the links are in the bio. Perfect. And you can pick up the Many Moons 2020 Lunar Planner by Sarah Godestiner, of yes. which Mystical Mandy Group is a featured contrib. Yes. And you can pick that up anywhere, I think. But now, um, but get them while they're hot. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jeff, how about you? I have a podcast called Cosmic Cousins, astrologycousins.com for readings and also for the new Cosmic Download, the 2020 forecast yes. the year ahead and also individual horoscopes for each astrological sign are available for pre-order. They come out on December 30th. So if you're looking for ritual to guide you into the new year, 
there'll be a guided meditation along with a collective download and the individual download. Incredible. Yeah. Interesting. Um, for me, you can find me at Holy Spectrum Tarot on Instagram, um, or you can go to tarotoftheholyspectrum.com or just holyspectrum.com works too. Um, if you want to keep it simple. Um, but yeah, uh, that is my deck and it's coming out soon. Great. Yeah. Amazing. Is there anything that anyone would like to leave our listeners off for this podcast episode? Thanks for having us. Yeah. I mean, thank you. It's yeah. been a dream. It's been a dream. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for having us. And also just, I mean, there's so much going on. The transits are intense. Just be gentle with yourself. Yes. People, everyone out yeah. there, you know, just like if you need some extra rest, get it. If you have to cry, cry. Yeah. Like if you need to go, you know, climb a mountain or learn how to box right now to get some energy out do it we're in a tense time right now you're not alone like listen to your bodies tune in yeah you're not alone in this like again i know how the brain works and i know that for some of you listening to this your brains feel very wild and to really name in lineage, my teacher, Michelle Sine, taught me this. It is now a very deep part of my work. The brain is a big fucking liar, and it likes to isolate, and it is very common that the brain tries to tell us, well, you're the only one that thinks or feels like that. And I'm here to tell you that that's bullshit. Everybody is feeling the energy that's happening right now. Everybody's feeling these transits in one way or another. Everybody's feeling the shift. Everybody's feeling the invitations and the feeling can be like we're in body pain we feel unstable we're not sure what's going on and i'm in no way minimizing that and certainly seek out all the support that you need for this but also know that you're not alone that we really are experiencing something very big and very collective together and i think it's very important to continue to name that because it can feel very easily like oh, these people don't feel this way because they know what's going on. And that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody feels mm -hmm. like this. So just really know you're not alone. And that we're kind of all in this really big evolution together. Yeah. Yeah. Deep breaths. Deep. And it's like, I have to remind myself that every day. <sighs> yeah. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Anything from you? No, just thanks for having me here. Yeah. This was great. Happy solstice. Happy Huletide. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the saison. We didn't even talk about Capricorn, but like it's been two hours, so yeah. I, we won't. Um, yeah. But and Capricorn's all about the long term planning anyway. And we talked about yeah, we did. Capricorn's in there. Yeah. Weaved in there. I, I yeah. think you're right. Actually, about. I think you're yeah. right. It's in the yeah. subtext. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. in what we didn't say. Yeah. Um, I love all of you. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Yule, Happy whatever you celebrate. If you're not selling, celebrating anything, I think that's great too. Um, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah. It's definitely not all happening this week, but still I want to recognize everybody listening to this. Um, and thanks for being here and thanks everybody for being guests on this episode. I love all of you. We love you. We love you. Yay.
Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>